0: Welcome back to From the Bench, Episode 3. I'm Chaz McAdams, and we're going to be going to everything that's going on in the NBA right now. we got the All-Star Starter announcement coming in for the East and the West, going over those. Jaron Jackson Jr., Defensive Player of the Year leader, got his stats padded at home, it looks like. Not a very good look for the Grizzlies. And LeBron threw a nuclear-level tantrum over a missed call at the end of... Regulation in the Boston Garden, all that and more on From the Bench, episode three. Let's get into that intro. Can check him out Spotify, Album Music, any of your favorite streaming services. He's always ready to go. The All Star starters were announced, and there's not really a lot of surprises. Um, a lot of people had Jalen Brown pegged for uh, for the All Star uh, All Star guard spot in the in the East. It was taken by Kyrie and KD, uh, two Nets players instead of two Celtics players. But I think they both deserve it. I mean, even coming from a Boston fan who thinks Kyrie's a scumbag, and um, if I ever see him at Copley Plaza, it's on site. But uh, he is—he's—he's—he's uh, he's, he's been like going crazy, and he's like an objectively good basketball player. So it is what it is. Kevin Durant, obviously one of the best players on the planet. Giannis, the captain, makes sense. He's still—he's doing Giannis things. Insane. A surprise in the East, Donovan Mitchell. Uh, I don't think anyone really expected him to be an all-star starting level player. He's still a four-time all-star, but this is his first time starting. And I think that honestly means means something more than the pool. I mean, you see guys like that go on like one season tears, like Bradley Beal a couple years ago when he was averaging 30 a game, 30 empty points a game for the Wizards. Uh, he was like an all-star starter in the East. So it goes to show like, the starting spots are pretty much, like, the people debate, like, you know, you got all-stars like Mo Williams, um, even people say, like, D'Angelo Russell. Al Jefferson was a two-time all-star. I'm pretty sure 90% of my viewer base doesn't even know who the fuck that is. But, yeah, so you get a lot of guys that are really so up. but the all-star starters have been pretty consistent um, for a while. I don't think you'll look back on history and be like, anyone who's ever started an all-star game and be like, how'd they make the all-star team? Like, no, they, they deserve it. So, yeah, Mitchell being there is huge for him. Obviously, the 71 points he had a while back uh, was a pretty landmark day for the Cavs, but he's been balling out, and so have the Cavs. I mean, they are fifth in the East, 31 31 wins, 21 losses. They just last night had a huge win um, against the Clippers, beating them by 23 points. So, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. It's its Surprising that uh, Donovan Mitchell is playing at the level he is, but then my first episode I said he's a dark horse for the MVP this year. If I don't think he's not on track, but if he miraculously does ramp it up, you know, I don't think it's out of the question still. And rounding out the East is Jason Tatum, who's obviously been having a monster year, one of the top three MVP candidates in terms of odds. And I think he's le- he's the leading scorer and the best player on the number one seed. So why wouldn't you make him the MVP? The reason why you wouldn't make an MVP is the guy in the West, Luka Doncic. I mean, I'm trying to be unbiased as possible as a Celtics fan, but Luka has been pretty insane this year. He uh, is leading the Dallas Mavericks, who always feel like they have a subpar roster. But this year, pretty good, 27-25. and 25 doing major things. Uh last night they squeaked out a win in I believe yeah, in Detroit. Detroit always an underrated team to look at. But yeah. So Luka Doncic did pretty well. He had fifty three points, um, two steals, five assists, eight rebounds. <laughs> that's pretty good. I mean, pretty good, Scott Man I was mean, seeing. That's really good. He did really well, especially without the aid of his second uh, second um, Christian Wood, who was not available last night due to injury, unfortunately. Um, so, yeah, I think it was an all-around great night for Luka and the Mavs squeaking out a win against the Pistons. And finishing it up, In the West, Steph Curry obviously coming off of a minor injury, getting back nine-time All-Star now, doing great things for the Warriors as always, a pretty depleted. The Warriors are not really in a spot where they should be. There's not really any more excuses. Everyone's back. Everyone's healthy. You got Clay at full strength. Curry's there. Draymond's back. Jordan Poole, you know, again, to a lesser extent, like Dante DiVincenzo. A lot of good squad, they just don't really know what the fuck they're doing. Uh, LeBron is LeBron. I mean, uh, the most marketable player of all time. Uh, you may not get all an all-NBA nod uh, this year, but I'm not surprised at his all-star bid. I mean, he's one of the most recognizable faces on the planet, regardless of sports. And then, at the five spot, the guy who people think are go- is going to tr- uh, three-peat the MVP race. Nikola Jokic, I think that's bullshit. I think there's way too much voter fatigue for a three-peat in 2023. I think people are going to either want to see Luka or Tatum. Or, oh my god, if my prediction pans out that Donovan Mitchell wins the MVP, that would be pretty sick. Um, Yeah, look, Jokic is out there kind of doing his thing, almost averaging a triple-double. He's doing, I mean, doing Jokic. Everyone, There's not really any surprises in nine of the ten spots. And then you get to Zion Williamson. Zion has is is having a good season. Like I'll get I'll give him that. He's he's having a great season. But all-star starter, I mean, the guy has only played 29 games this season. In those 29 games, he's averaging 26 points, seven rebounds, four assists, on insane efficiency, sixty percent from the field, and thirty six point eight percent from three. So, so I, I mean, he's doing well. He just doesn't fucking play. <laughs> I mean, it's not really a debate of kind of whether or not he's good. I think we all know that he's good. But he just really, like, hasn't been playing. I mean, he hasn't played the last... Uh, he, he hasn't played in his last 22 games. You know? And I don't know why they would named him an All-Star Starter. If he's just going to be an IR replacement, hopefully he can get back in time to play in Utah. Crazy, crazy place for the All-Star game. Utah? No, I'm saying, you know, Russell Westbrook's had history, dude. Those BYU fans are ruthless. Those Mormons in Utah? They stupid racist. Like, I'm As a white guy, I'm really afraid to make a joke about how racist Utah is, but they're so racist they make Boston look pretty normal, which is saying something cuz coming from Massachusetts and hearing some of the stuff that gets said to athletes in the nosebleeds of TD Garden, not a great not a great not a great spot, but you know Utah's worse. Like In the Racism Olympics, Utah takes the gold. For sure. In the worst way possible. Like, they're pretty terrible. But, is what it is. Because they, like, probably have seen, like, three black people in their entire lives. Because, wow, Mormons are racist. Yeah. So, that's what the All-Star starters are. I'm excited for the draft on uh, NBA on TNT. That's always fun. And, uh, between LeBron and and Giannis... Hopefully we see um, we 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 see a lot of good stuff then. But yeah, that that should be exciting. I believe the All Star Draft is February nineteenth. The All Star Draft is going to be on February nineteenth, so that is coming up, and I think the bench is going to be announced. Oh, it is on the nineteenth. The All Star teams are picked on the night of the game. Wow, it's gym class. It's 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 gym class heroes. Wow, that's very interesting. And just another little tidbit of All Star information. No big deal. Uh, got announced yesterday that Joe Missoula goat. Is the um Eastern Conference coach because of course he is. Outside of that scumbag, Ime Odoka. Uh scumbag by the way, Ime. Can't believe the Nets even considered hiring you. Screw you. Uh screw everything you did to the Celtics organization, the position you put us in. Ime Odoka can come on this podcast and defend himself if he wants, cause Ime, I know you're listening. I know you listen to everything I say, you fucking piece of shit. I will eat you for breakfast. I'll eat you for breakfast like it's Wendy's French Toast Sticks and I'm feeling bad about myself, Ime. I will end you. Fuck you, Ime. Come on this podcast, please. Defend yourself. That's what's going on with the All-Stars. Celtics. Went to the finals with the first-year coach. Have the one seat with the first-year coach. Just saying. Unbiased, obviously. The Jaron Jackson situation is crazy. So... You look at Jaron Jackson's stats at home versus away. He's averaging 4.2 blocks at home and 1.9 blocks away. 0.6 steals at home or 0.6 steals away and 1.7 steals on the road or at home. Fuck. I think I have brain rot at this point. Uh, I have a new apartment and, and I've, I've been pretty sick as you might be able to tell. I, I sound like I have two giant pieces of celery stuffed up my nose while I'm trying to talk to you. Uh, I look like your dad when he's being racially insensitive in the Chinese restaurant and he puts the chopstick up his nose. That's how I'm feeling right now, so it's pretty whack. So, Jaron Jackson, uh, obviously averaging insane numbers at home and like, nah, numbers on the road. Still a great defender, the leading candidate for defensive player of the year. Of course, this comes from the cesspool discord kitten uh, race baiting website that's the front page of the internet, Reddit. So NBA Reddit user claimed that uh, a bunch of videos that he saw that Jackson, uh, he went to like the game log and saw where Jackson was awarded steals and blocks that it weren't. Like there's some, there's a couple videos where Brandon Clark gets a block, but Jackson's in the area, gets awarded to Jackson. Ty's Jones in one of these videos tips a pass. Jackson tips it, never really gains possession. Actually turns it over, trying to save it from going out of bounds. Jackson gets rewarded with the steal. So it's all these little things like that. NBA like refuted the claim. Um, they haven't really. There, I don't think the NBA is really going to be in the business of giving random Reddit users the time of day, because that's how Adam Silver will get a uh, fedora tip capping pimple-popping, 300-pounders knocking on his doorstep, asking him, well, I, I, I don't freaking know how you can make LeBron uh an all-star again. I mean, he's washed, dude. He's freaking washed, okay? And uh, and MJ, MJ really even couldn't hang in the modern day because he couldn't shoot the tray ball like my boy Jordan Poole. Like, shut the fuck up, you fucking casual. I hate NBA Reddit. I love NBA Twitter. Hate NBA Reddit. Fuck those guys. Come see me. And then, when we were talking about stat padding for historic things, this was brought brought up to me in a conversation. Reminded me of the John Stockton uh, era, as you know, John Stockton leads all time in steals and assists in the entire league. Um, pretty pretty insane stat. I mean, there's not like a single. There's not really a single player that leads. He's the uh, In the five major statistical categories, he's the only guy that leads in two. And people still consider him, like, from a bygone era. But this brought up memories. So the Jazz, like, stat recorders at home apparently used to pad his assists like crazy. I mean, you saw how Jaren could do it with steals with the tip pass and stuff. But apparently, like, there's, there's clips of, like, Stockton passes it to, um... I think it's Hornacek. Yeah, passes it to Hornacek, and he, like, crosses over twice, dribbles, and then spins to the basket. Like, clearly, like, so, like a rare size-up moment in the late 90s for someone besides Michael Jeffrey Jordan. But still, like, he... And and Stockton gets worded with the assist, and it's like, well, you kind of see like it brings more money to the Grizzlies franchise uh, with the Jaron Jackson thing. brings more notoriety to the Jazz franchise when they have like a guy that's averaging so-and-so assists. Obviously, at home, they're going to want them to do it. So, yeah, that's how we look at uh, Stockton's – and back then, there was no accountability. Like The NBA was able to refute the Jaron Jackson claim because they said that there was uh, unbiased third-party uh, – they call them auditors – that look over the game logs and the film um, to correct stats. So stuff like this doesn't happen. And they said the games log people didn't do it. Again, I don't believe them because there's like a lot of, like if they were actually looking, and I can't imagine uh, having to wait to look at games after, like it, that must be the least fun job in basketball, right? Besides, besides cameraman right under the basket, because like you're literally just asking for like a three hundred pound, uh, center to get tripped on a rebound and just crush your uh, F four vertebrae. So, that's not gonna be a great job. But second one, the NBA auditor like going through game one and be like, when well, they recorded uh this stat here, but it it should actually be awarded to uh Ryan Archidiacano instead of Zach Levine for the steal back on the Bulls. Like, shut up. Makes no sense. Whatever. So, that's got to suck. But, uh, yeah, so I don't think they really are probably taking their job too seriously. It's probably a lot of fatigue. Into the most fun story of the day. LeBron's tantrum. I'm sure you've all seen the clip. It is one of the funniest reactions to a foul I've ever seen in my entire life. I don't think I've seen a reaction to a foul like that on an NBA court ever. I've definitely seen it. If you play pickup, you definitely know that there's, like, there's like the guy that pulls up in like Nike elite socks in 2018 and you're like, damn, when would you dust those things off? And he wears the ninja headband to the Y or he wears double arm sleeves um, to LA Fitness. And you're like checking for cameras because you think he's a YouTuber with uh, 100 subscribers and lives in his stepmom's basement and eats um, Eats only like NBA branded food like the Jason Tatum Ruffles and like just drinks sp- Sprite Cranberry from LeBron, but he's just like a triyard and you're playing and you maybe like tap him and there's no foul call because it's like call your own foul and then he just turns into a cocaine filled uh, orangutan like starts swinging around at me and like hey yo come on bro like, what the f-? like yo shut up bro like. Pickup is literally a place where I go to, like, not want to punch people in the face for annoying me. And you just took that away from me. So, like, shut the fuck up. And then you have the face of the league doing the same shit at the game. I mean, LeBron... I mean, Tatum... (laughs) Tatum did clearly foul him. I mean, the NBA... uh, Like, uh, the NBA, like, um, re... Like, when they do the thing where, like, controversial plays and they they, they, they re-look at them in the end. Like, yeah, he was obviously fouled. But, like, that ref is a bum. And that NBA Twitter's going crazy. Apparently, the name of the ref, um, okay, okay, found it, found it. Alright, so the guy's, the guy's wife's name, so the guy, the, uh, ref, I don't know his first name. His name is Lewis. Let's call him Referee Lewis. So, they find his wife's Twitter. And basically, she says, "Uh, Help me wish my husband a very happy birthday. Blah, 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 blah. This is on... Happy birthday to that guy on May 20th. Like, shut up, dude. So, Vanessa Blair Lewis is her name. So, she wishes him a happy birthday. In a separate tweet from... Like May. She she it's her, her sister, and the ref and the lady's son wearing Celtic stuff. So NBA Twitter finds this and they start going crazy about everything. Like Eric Lewis, like the guy's name's Eric Lewis. Lu- okay, Eric Lewis. Um, like goes crazy. Like like the Lakers fans who are so toxic. Like, if you're in LA and you're just be a Clippers fan, please. Because Lakers fans like Honestly, like I don't know that many people from LA. I'm an East Coast GOAT. The minimal people I know, hey, they're Clipper fans. They're not really Laker fans. Well, um so I don't really like know what the deal is, but the Laker Laker fans like are going crazy. The Celtics when Eric loose Eric loose is reffing Celtics games, they're 36 and 2. And he's reffed since 2020. That's that's rough. And then Celtics fans clap back. LeBron pretty clearly one two three definitely traveled on the play right before Tatum fouls him. So there that goes. And then Lakers fans clap back. The OT jump ball right after the foul, they're like they do like the red line. It looks like a shitty NBA thumbnail. To do like the red line test. Apparently the jump was like really favored to the Celtics side. Whatever. Then. LeBron just throws a crazy tantrum. And, like, the, the it was so... It's so funny. Um, It's just, like, so funny how stupid fan bases can get about, like, the minute details of everything. I think LeBron did trap... Like, unbiasedly, I swear to God, unbiasedly. He was obviously fouled. Obviously fouled. There's no way you couldn't see it. Eric Lewis is a bum for not seeing it. LeBron was clearly fouled. Um like you go see you see Tatum grab him and then honestly like a bunch of like Grant Williams gets in the picture and kind of uh mobs him a little bit <clears throat> like there's like four Celtics players defending LeBron. Tatum's the one that grabs his arm but Brogdon makes a little contact on his offhand Horford's right under the basket. Grant is, like, trying to play a no-foul defense with his hands up, looking like Luke Cornett trying to run the Eclipse. But Tatum just pulls his arm down and grabs it. Tatum put on Instagram story. He was like, last night was a blur. LOL, good shit, at LeBron James. And then LeBron was like, good win, dot, dot, dot. Straight face emoji. Like, shut up, LeBron. You're kind of a bitch, but whatever. Uh, it was clearly a foul. And then, the best part, it's after the whole thing where it's like, <clears throat> LeBron was like, we got to keep winning everything. And then Westbrook like off the side is like, no, nah, man, we just got to have fun. And you see this picture. And it's LeBron walking through the tunnel like, hmm. Like, like obviously sad. He just lost a game. The Lakers are now 23 and 27. Not really great. And then Westbrook comes in the tunnel. And he's like, he's gritted like he just won the Eastern Conference semis, bro. So fucking funny. So funny. <sighs> yeah. But LeBron's... And, oh, the bet no, the best part. the Easily the best part. Pat Bev. He talked about this on his podcast. He also gave a shout-out to Boston fans about how lit the environment was. He said it was awesome. Thank you, Pat Bev. I think you're underrated as fuck. I really like you as a player. Pat Bev. So funny. Grabs one of the photographer's cameras. This is, like... I think this is in between... Uh, this is before the OT jump. Pat grabbed grabs one of the sideline photographer's cameras, brings it, <laughs> and he brings it to the ref, and he's like, he taps taps the ref, he's like, plays dead. Taps the ref, he points to the camera and goes, foul. Instantly gets teed up. Instantly gets teed up. Crazy. There was like a bunch of sh- like shitty officiating. Schroeder said he was hands up. There was a Davis one where he clearly makes no contact and he gets called for it. Um and then Tatum just, ugh, just grabs his arm. Like pretty pretty crazy. The Papev one is easily the best part of the night though. <sighs> so funny. yeah, Eric Lewis, bum call, but thanks for the W. We needed that. That was a big statement win for the program. <laughs> Alright, what are we down to? Twenty eight minutes? Yeah, that's enough of me talking to myself in my roach infested dorm. I had to, I had to I had to do um I had to do the thing I had to do the girlfriend move where you put the Tims on your hand to squash the roach. It was pretty terrible. I was just trying to take a shower this morning. It was a pretty rough go of it. But yeah, that is gonna be it. Um I know I said I was gonna be more consistent, but uh, a lot of shit went down, and I just decided I didn't want to fail school for the first two weeks, so I took that pretty seriously. Um, but yeah, it will be more consistent, I promise. Thanks for listening, Mom, and that's about it. Alright, again, if you want to talk to me about basketball, please just let me know. I'm dying of boredom. The view out my window is a brick wall. I feel like I'm in, a, in an insane asylum. <sighs> This was a good one, though. All right. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you next week on From the Bench. Get into the outro.